Alright, thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my full party tonight, uh, which is really exciting because we're going to get to some really awesome story stuff tonight, I think. Um, so that's going to be pretty sweet. So we have, like I said, our whole party, but before I introduce them, I want to give a quick shout-outs to CriticalBook.com. Uh, they have new flavors, including Dragon Blood, which, is, again, flavors. It's not a flavor. You don't eat candles, Kenny. It's a scent. <laughs> but I'm really excited. So give a shout-out uh, and check out CriticalWick.com for all your soy candle slash Dungeons & Dragon-ing needs. Uh, so we have our full party with Necro. You're cutting out super bad. Necro? Hey, it's Necro. Our fighter. Hey, this is Nick playing Nalos, the Triton fighter. Our barbarian. Our barbarian. Hey, this is Ku playing Poke with the Yakfolk barbarian. Our rogue. Hey, this is Elise. I play Leonardo, the Furbog, Furbold rogue. One day, I will be able to say that. Our druid. Hey, this is Clay playing Karak, the Erico druid. And our bard. Hi, this is Lauren. I'm playing Vala, the Asimar bard. So, when we last left off, our party had uh, been whisked away in the night by Prince Felwind. You guys are barreling down a less-traveled road making your way to the capital of Felwind in the night. So you all have the ability to rest. Is there anything you want to do? You're scheduled to arrive hopefully before the morning sun. Uh, um, I only heard about every other word. of Yeah. So... What do you all want to do? You guys have the about a full night to either just get like a full rest in or prepare yourselves in one manner or another. I want to get a full night rest in because I'm exhausted. Um, I'm only going to... I don't have a stage of exhaustion as far as I know. Um, I don't have it written down if you gave me one. Uh, I didn't hear it last session. Um, but uh, if I can be the last one awake, I'll keep watch until somebody else wakes up. I was under the impression that uh, the reason Echo and I have stages of exhaustion is because she was unable to sleep throughout the night. For yeah, because it was like that. And I'm riding Chesapeake and I cannot sleep in my saddle. <clears throat> I couldn't sleep at night because I have the curse that's like restricting my, my gut. And my ankles are getting strangled. No, they're not. Not no more. Oh, right. <laughs> Scratch that up. Alright, so... Again, uh, you find yourself unable to get to sleep. You're haunted with these nightmares of your home, forest, and the people within it. Do you attempt to find a non-natural sleep of some sort? Uh, nah. I'll just have insomnia and be grouchy the next morning. Okay. 
then you're going to have a second stage of exhaustion. Okay. Wait, so we've been riding for like an entire day? Because we had left in the middle of the night. I thought that's what our current stages were from. Oh, okay. Then, then yeah, then just the one. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, no attacks at night. You guys don't get, you know, bushwhacked or anything like that. And, uh, the prince doesn't try and slit your throats or anything at night. Uh, but everyone attempts to, in some level or another, get rest. And, uh, so you guys see that the sun begins to, you know, gently begin to creep through the canopy, uh, and, and, and illuminate the forest. And the carriage comes kind of to a stop. And the prince turns to you all and goes, well, you best be ready. We will be going into chaos, but it will be on our side. What will be on our side? Chaos. Chaos, okay. How so? Well, you see... I had spoke to some friends of mine. I still have many friends in the court. And they are going to put forward a little coup in the courtyard this morning as the sun rises. This should give us an opportunity to strike at the heart and kill Chet in his throne. So you best arm yourselves before we arrive, which will be very soon. I'm guessing I have to leave Chesapeake here at this point. Uh, not necessarily. Alright, well then, I'll go ahead and give Chesapeake some food and eat a ration and just do as much as we can to prepare. Alright. So, with that, uh, it's uh, maybe on, only, on an, another 10 minute of a drive or a ride forward before you can see yourselves sort of like come down into like a, a, a shallow valley. And you can see in the distance the tall uh, like birch walls that make up the keep of the capital. And uh, it's, it's made ex- pretty explicitly clear to you that this is about to happen, and any given second now, the prince is going to call to charge, and you're going to have to try and keep up with them. But just kind of imagine that you're looking... Uh, it's still a little distance away, but it's its like uh, a single tall wall of almost like... I'm trying to... It's like a, a white wall... That reaches all the way around, but it's textured to look like birch, like almost as if you made a birch tree that was, you know, 50 feet tall and wide enough to surround an entire keep. It's it's kind of weird, probably made with some manner of elf magic. Doesn't make sense otherwise. But there's a, a grand tall portacollis on the one side that looks like it's the only obvious way in to the keep. And uh, and so with that, the the prince looks to you all and tells you that he will meet you on the inside, as he assumes none of you except for Karak can fly. Mm-hmm. 
and that you will probably take the land route. He will he will make sure the portacollis is open so you can arrive, but charge at the portacollis and uh, the front gate as as hard as you can. There will be resistance. Are you ready? Okay. Sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan. All right. And with yep. the, with that, you sort of see him like just leap and then fly into the air over towards the keep. So I want to you know wait until he's away and can't hear us anymore, and then kind of look to my companions and go. So he does. Who are we fighting against here today? I'm a little bit confused. Perhaps now is time to be a little stealthy about this. And maybe, Nara, maybe you could sneak up to the front gate, the Porcullis, and see if a guard is ready to let us in, if Chet's ready for this. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my hidden death ability then, um, which basically lets nature render me invisible until I make a, um, a, uh, like, until I'm harmful against somebody. Yeah, but doesn't that only last one round? Um... Six seconds. Right, so yeah, one round. No, no, six six rounds. A round is six seconds. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't have Lola's to, to check what it, what the exact wording is. I'm pretty sure that your step ability just works for one round. Give me just a second, I'll check. I mean, I'm pulling it up right now. So we could possibly give uh, Chet a heads up with our contracts, which seem to be like a main line to his people. That's true. Um, my contract is still like active. I could pull it out and, I don't know, look at it and talk at it. <laughs> yeah, we'll... Um, um... Step. If you want me to, to read it to you, Ken. I have it here. We can, like, you know, at least try and warn him that way that the prince is en route. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a good idea. I think just in case, maybe the rest of us should look away. Yeah. And cover our ears while you talk to him. So I'm... I'm going to walk, like, I don't know, 20 feet in the other direction okay. and, like, kind of huddle in front of my scroll and unroll it and be like, uh, I don't know if anybody's there, but um, <laughs> Prince Felwyn is on his way to the castle. Hello? Hello? Yeah, um, so the papyrus of the contract sort of, like, swirls almost like, it's almost like sand. If you, like, reached out and touched it, it would feel like sand. Uh, and it sort of swirls uh, almost in, like, a like a static until it sort of melds into 
a mirror-like surface. And through the mirror, you can see a very distracted tiefling woman as she, like, half looks at you and half looking to the side and goes, this is not the best time. Wh- what did you just say? Uh, Prince Felwyn is on his way to the castle now. He'll arrive any minute. He's here. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, watch out for him. <laughs> she looks at you. She, like, is clearly in the middle of, like, a war zone right now. And, like, stops fighting and looks at you straight and rolls her eyes dedicatedly. Um, is there any place that you need assistance most? She sort of just, like, looks at you. Where are you all right now? We're outside the city gates. Uh, go to the south side wall. There will be an opening for you. Just get there fast. Okay, and I'm gonna uh, roll up the scroll and um, go back to the group and be like, south side, we can get in. We've got a hustle. <laughs> Alright. Well, then let's get moving. Yeah, let's head there quick. Um, I begin running at my barbarian-esque speed, okay. motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so the entire group hustles to the south to the south side. <clears throat> Nothing looks mm-hmm. different about this section of wall, uh, and probably when you guys are like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Uh, there <laughs> is a cave, uh, sort of opening in the ground that sort of seems to open, and a tiefling woman with green eyes steps up with a uh, almost eldritch flame glowing dagger in her hand and isn't pointing it at you, but she's clearly, like, looking around all of you and making sure you weren't followed and goes, oh, the giant crab, really? (laughs) Uh, She is a precious person to me. She rolls her eyes and goes, get off of it. Is this the same tiefling from the contracts? Um, None of you recognize this tiefling. Okay. Well, I guess all of you recognize this tiefling. All of us what? All of you recognize this tiefling. Oh, yeah, because all tieflings look the same. Fucking teeth. Fucking teeth. All right, I guess I'll hop off of Chesapeake and Nellis will say, all right, stay here, girl. I'll come back for you as soon as I can. Uh, Try and find somewhere to hide. The tiefling looks at you. Do you need it? Does it? Do you fight with it? Yeah, she's she, my better half. She interrupts your attempt to like give her a sentiment and whips a blast of uh, wicked energy at Chesapeake and reduces Chesapeake to the size of a normal crab. Oh no! Oh, oh, crazy. So you haven't Precious. been this small in ever. She goes, pick it up. When we get in the throne room, I'll make it regular again. Let's go. <laughs> Oh. I follow with urgency. <laughs> Alright, so she leads you guys down some some like dank stone stairs for a few mm-hmm. moments, uh, and you can see the sort of passage closes up behind you as you enter. Uh but it's you guys are in like some sort of underground uh like escape route. Probably leads directly to the throne room so that the bourgeoisie could escape the castle should it ever go under siege. And lo and behold, this would prove completely correct. So you guys go down this relatively small, long, 
unmeant, uh, unmain, undermaintained like dirt floor and like cobblestone walls uh, hallway for a for a few minutes of of just hu- hustled pace. You guys are really really running. Um, and in the in in the distance, you could see a couple of people standing in front of some torchlight, uh, who all brandish similar wicked energy cloaked um, daggers, such as the tiefling. And as you close the distance, uh, she begins to speak. In does anyone here speak infernal? No. Nope. Nah. Nope. I nope. don't believe so. Nope. She says something in a language that sounds wicked and evil just by the mere like sound of it. And then the daggers go down, and as you close the distance, you see three other tieflings that all look exactly like her. Three tieflings that look exactly like her, you said? Yeah. So there's four of these tieflings that almost would, you could be, like, identical twins. And by twins, I mean quadruplets. (laughs) I mean, there's the ever-so-tiniest of differences in their facial features and structure, but, like, they're all wearing uniforms that makes them look completely identical at first look and each of them sort of take a moment and smile and wave at each one of you until you go oh that one there that has the little blemish on her left cheekbone that's the one that I spoke to in my contract or hey she has like her horn is a little bit different from the other three that's the one I talked to and you realize that all of th- all four of these tieflings amongst the party are the tieflings you spoke to in your contracts. At one point or another, and have realized that they are, in fact, actually different people. Um, So the four of them speak in a weird uh, sequence unison and detail quickly um, instructions to you all that they're going to bring you to a hatch that will lead you into the throne room. Mm -hmm. When you get there, do the right thing. We will be in the shadows should you fall or betray us. By right thing, you mean watch the light fade from the prince's eyes as I cleave him in twain? Then yes. She, That's what I'm halfway about. through your sentence, you see two of them like giving you like a hurry it on gesture with their hand. A what gesture? Like rolling their hands at you, like get to the point. <laughs> uh, and they go, yes all at the same time and go, let's go and lead you down the rest of this, this chamber uh, hallway. Um, only a short distance more before they point up to a small rickety ladder that leads up to a wooden hatch. And they go, there it is. Go. Uh, I immediately go. Okay. Yeah, go. Yeah. All right. So I, I make a, the sound of a cavalry horn. Let's like charge and do, and then go. <laughs> yep, get on up there. Halfway through, one of the tieflings steps up to you, Necro, and like clips your beak shut and goes, "Shh, don't <laughs> give away surprise." And let's go. Again. <laughs> I'm gonna put chest in my hand and run up out of there. Okay, so you guys, uh, you know, go up the hatch and you see you're in like a small, uh, like five by ten sort of closet um, with a small window on the door that leads out that leads into what obviously is the throne room. You can see the throne from there and Chet is sitting there sipping something out of a chalice. Uh, as you can see 
blasts of magical energy deflect from him via some manner of shield. Alright, so you guys do, all... Do we see, like, anything else? Not from out that little window in your broom closet that you're all standing in. Uh, I kick the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, I want to make, like, can I make a strength check to see if I can break the fucking door? Sure. As yeah, I give, me, it open. give me a strength Dope. check. Uh, that's a 14. Alright, you kick the door open with a solid thud, but it doesn't splinter or break off its hinges. Damn. Um, and the the magical blasts and energies stop flying around the room for a brief second as Pahokwe steps into the hall of the throne room, and both Chet and the prince, who are so, some score away from one another, blasting at one another uh, <laughs> magical spells... Both both stop, look at you, huh? <laughs> you can hear the <laughs> the prince immediately point at Chet, yelling at you. Well, get him! Uh, and so I assume you guys like all pile out into the room at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speak chitters uh, quizzitively as she begins to very quickly grow back into a re- regular size. Wonderful. <laughs> So, Chet's sitting on the throne. There is uh, a bunch of killed guards all over the fucking room. Um, you can see past the prince out the the double giant doors that would have led into this place properly uh, that have been blasted off their hinges by some sort of uh, fire has singed uh, the, the center part of the doors. But it's a bloodbath outside. There are two... Uh, sort of small armies fighting each other to the death, uh, and the the clang of sword and steel is is echoing through the chamber. So there's a battle outside. Two powerful wizards are dueling with magic arts in the throne room, and one of them is expecting you to fight the other, and the other one is demanding that you fight the other one. What do? <laughs> oh. well, your typical day at the office, right? Mm-mm. Um, so, I suppose this is the moment. Uh, I rage, and, uh, I aim a javelin at the prince. Okay. Um, uh, roll to hit. Alright. Um... Seventeen, um, and I would like to declare this a precision attack. Um, do you declare that before or after the hit? Um, I can do it before or after. So, do you want to know if it hit him or not before? You uh, do that? Yes. Okay, because you can make it precision after I tell you it misses, and you can get the extra to hit anyway. Okay. Well, I get plus two uh, from raging, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm trying to figure out the timing of that because if i tell you whether it hits or not yeah i don't know if you uh, does it say oh. that you can add the the bonus die of hitting it um from from which part hold on i'm just gonna check to answer my question yeah. 
Because I have like multiple things buffing me right now for that. Well, that's that's fine. But your total was a seventeen, right? Um. Yeah, it would be total seventeen. Okay, so precision attack is. Oh no, it's uh nineteen with my plus two. Okay, so when you make a precision attack. Um, you have to declare that it's a precision attack before I tell you whether it hits or not. So, okay. So you've rolled a total of a 19. Yeah. Do you want to make it precision or not? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and add your roll your and add your superiority die to the hit. All right. Javelin's a D6 or two D6s. Uh, nine total damage. Well, what was your total to hit, though? It was 19 before. Yeah, does the precision die get counted into your... Uh, yeah, the precision your... goes into the, to the hit roll. Did I, did I just not... Um, did I not read that correctly? I have it that um, it gets added to the effects of the attack. Right, which is the to hit. Is it? Yeah, so, so attack is not damage, but it's to hit. Yes. Okay. I've been under the impression that, like, attack means, like, the attack and not, like, the roll to hit. Yeah, when you make a weapon attack roll against a creature, you may spend one superiority die to add it to the roll. You can use this maneuver before or after making the attack roll, but before any effects of the attack are applied. Okay. So then it would be a 21 total to hit. hit? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, alright, so you hit and then you do you, uh, you rolled a 9 total damage? Yeah, but I gotta reduce that since I have to take the uh, d6 off, superiority die off for the damage. Okay, but remember, you get to add your strength, which is you know, huge yeah. right now. Uh, so it's just 1d6 plus your strength 10, slash 11, 12 12 damage? Yep Alright, so you deal 12 damage to yourself Here's why Oh, uh, so you, that's not good Nope, no it's not <laughs> uh, So you you step forward Grab a javelin and fling it With, you know <clears> Your <throat> eyes pinched shut And you're like, I'm gonna fucking get this idiot <laughs> And it's perfect, man. It's one of your your um, before it hits you, you're proud. Of... Everything that you were saying right now is completely cutting out. All so right. I have no idea what you're telling me. Yeah. Alright, am I still bad? You're clear now. Okay, so you step forward, you throw your javelin. You're you're earnestly proud of this trajectory. It's gonna hit its mark. It's beautiful of a throw. Yeah. And just as it reaches the prince he grits his teeth and makes a really nasty frowny face and a small portal appears on his torso right where the javelin was going to hit and the javelin goes right through the portal and into your back and through to the front of you oof ow now despite how that actually sounds you only take six damage because you're currently enraged right yeah so you take half damage from piercing weapons 
Okay. <laughs> that was a really good throw, though. You should be proud. Oh. <laughs> this is this would be a really good time for novice to be like. By the way. <laughs> so with that surprise attack, um, mm-hmm. we're going to go into initiative. But um, flavor for starting the initiative roll. Go ahead and make your rolls now, and I'll just call on them in a second. Um, the prince calls you all arrogant fools that serve an evil lich and will die for your heresy. To which Chit Chet goes, ah, ah, ah. We'll, like, we'll die for, die for our what? Betrayal. You're betraying him, and he's upset yeah, about okay, it. Yeah. yeah. Use your brains, guys. Come on. That, yeah. I thought that one was pretty, <laughs> like, that's a not difficult mad lib right there. Although I'm very sorry. Uh, and so Chet goes, ah, 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 and like puts a finger to his lips and the prince's lips meld into flesh. Ugh. Brutal. Oh I my God. Before it's not flesh. What? Were they not flesh before? No. no. It means that they've like fused together. He no longer has a mouth visible to us. Do, do, do you remember that scene from the Matrix? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that. All right, uh, so initiatives then, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, it's been a while since we rolled into an initiative. Yeah, sorry about that. I just like felt nostalgic for it for a second. <laughs> also, uh, <coughs> by the way, guys, he shoots things out of portals. It hurts really bad. <laughs> yeah, they all saw. We had quite the view of it. Also, crack. High five. I wasn't the first one hurt this time. <laughs> Good job. I just had this image of like somebody going to punch him. Like I should have gone up and just punched him, and it went through the portal. Punched myself in the back of the head and immediately knocked myself out and fall on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so. First up is Pahokui. What's your initiative roll? Nine. Uh, also, when I enraged, uh, it automatically makes him the target of my ancestral protectors, by the way. Yep. Uh, and so just putting that into account. Yeah, help me, help remind me as to what goes into that. Um, when uh, he attacks anybody but me, um, hold on a second. The writing on it is all fucked up on my page suddenly, like from last session. Um, raging. Um, okay. Uh, until the start of the next turn, that target has disadvantage on any attack roll that is not against me. And when it hits a target other than me, um, that person will have resistance to the attack damage. Okay. But that's just a, just attack rolls, though. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. Uh, Nalas. Nalas, what's your initiative? Ten. Karak. 
23. Oh, shit. Necro. Oh, the martyr hero we deserve. <laughs> Nine. Um, Necro, what's your dexterity score? Uh, 20. Uh, okay, so you're probably going to go faster than probably that. 17. Oh, 17? Yeah, 17 plus 3. Oh, yeah, so just 20 in total. Um, wait, what? So my dexterity is 17. Sorry, I read it wrong. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Um, Pahokwi, what's your dexterity? My dexterity? Um, it's uh, 13. Okay, so yeah. So even though you guys both have a 9 initiative, Necro will go before you. Yeah. Nala. Uh, 23, and Kalei has a higher initiative than I do. All right, and Vara? Uh, I got five, so... Yay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, so... Um, Chet and uh, Felwind are actually going to have their turns at the same time because Chet has held his action. Um, Prince Felwind is going to attempt to cast a spell. Chet counterspells it. Um, and... Felwind realizing this looks at Chet with fear in his eyes, recognizing that his most powerful ally, his magic, is not going to help him in this fight. Okay. And so he draws a rapier and takes a defensive stance. It is Karak's initiative. Yeah. Um, uh, Pokwee, what, how, why did you just, a uh, healing word? <laughs> <laughs> That's good confusion right there. <laughs> All right, how much is he uh, healing for? It's a good question. My javelins have betrayed me <laughs> for the last time. That was a good Vegeta impression there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, eight, actually. So. All right, so you're oh. back to full. Yeah. yeah. It's huh. like I was never impaled in the first place. Except there's still a javelin in you. Yeah. I'm I'm disappointed Fuck. your javelin didn't go into Nalos. <laughs> <laughs> would um, <laughs> if he got stuck onto me, would it count as him doing cavalier shit for riding me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, Nalos, that could be an option eventually. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Just get impaled onto onto Pokey with us with a javelin. Classic shish kebab um, maneuver works every time. Yeah. Um, how far away is uh, the prince from where we are? Maybe forty feet. Okay, so I don't have the speed to get up to him. Well, sorry about that. Quick distraction. Um, yeah. So yeah, you, there, he's about forty feet away. What do you do with your yeah. rest of your turn? Uh, well, I'm gonna move uh, twenty feet up to him because that's my walking speed. Uh-huh. Uh, and 
see if I can't uh, cast Fairy Fire on him. I assume he probably has a pretty high uh, bonus to to the to his uh, will for the saving throws, but we'll find out. We sure will. What's the DC? Uh, if he needs to make a Dexterity saving throw okay. for a DC of fourteen, he'll pass that. Yeah. Figured. All right, that's uh, that's everything I got. Okay. All right, uh... Nala, you're up. Nara, you mean? Damn it! <laughs> Nara and Vala. Vala. Fuck. You just call me by my full name if that helps. Uh, no, I got it. Nara, so what's your initiative? Okay. Okay. Um, dumb question, but has the prince fully realized that we've betrayed him by now? He has openly slandered you all for siding with Chet, so yes. Okay. Man, I just really wanted a cool cinematic of where I go up and like go to hug him and stab him. Um, I'll save that. I'll save that for the next boss. Um, okay, well, I just run up and stabity-stab him. Okay. Uh, how far away am I? Uh, he's, he's about 40, 35 feet away. Uh, I have 30 feet of movement. But you also have silver sling. I have what? You have your, uh, sling with your silver bullets. Ooh, I do. But I like to stab people. Sling today, stab tomorrow? Okay, I mean, so I, I can't make it up to him to stab him? No, you cannot somehow make your 30-foot move speed not be 30 feet, and in fact make it 40 feet. Well, you said 30 to 40 feet when I asked. I said uh-huh. 35 to 40, and I've, I told Rob... Okay, I- I, I slingshot him. Okay. Do you want to move before that, or do you just want to... Yeah, I mean, I want, I want to move as close as I can get, and then slingshot him. Okay. And that'd be a dex bonus, right? Yeah, it's a ranged attack, so... It's dex to hit and dex to damage, I believe. Yeah. 17. Okay. So, he's going to take a reaction to deflect and he is going to deflect your bullet into Karak. <laughs> Sorry. Ow! Roll damage. Uh, what's the bullet's damage? I don't have this written down. It's 1d4. 1d4 oh, okay. plus dex. Six. Okay. Plus one because those were silver. Like they were the special ones. Yep. So seven damage to Karak. My face when the Paradise campaign ends because we either kill ourselves or each other on accident in one boss. (laughs) (laughs) Almost as if that's the theme of this fight. Alright, it's Prince Felwyn's initiative. Oh wait, no, I, I put him at the top of the list. Never mind. One sec. 
Let me rewrite my initiatives. Okay, so Nalos, you're up. Nalos. All right. Um, so I've, I'll hop on Chesapeake's back, and with her forty feet of movement, she can get all the <laughs> way to him. I assume. Yep. So I will ride all the way up, and. Uh, Command her to make her two attacks at the prince. Okay. Roll two crab. <laughs> you should totally yell. By the way, we're betraying you! Right to his face. So one of those is a four, and the other is a... Not four. That would have been a six. Uh, and the other is a 17. The 17 will hit. You hit him. Yep. I was rolling damage. Sorry, okay. I'm on push to talk. No, you're, you're good. Um, so that is uh, four damage, and he is grappled. Correct. He is grappled by Drying Crab. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I'm going to look at him and say, I'm so sorry. Squeeze him so hard he poops. That's so unnecessarily ragey. But that would be hilarious. Um, and that's that's all I can do for now. Okay. Necro, you're up. So I'm still 40 feet away, and there's a giant crab on Prince Felwyn. Well, he's Prince Felwyn has been grabbed by a giant crab. Presumably he's quite visible. So if I shoot an el Eldritch Blast at Prince Felwyn, do I have a chance of hitting the uh, Chesapeake? Uh, no, actually. Like, if it, if it's too... Well, I'm going to do that, then. Well, I, I, I want to actually visit when that question. Eldritch Blast, Prince Felwyn. I want to visit that question so people understand. If two beings of the same size are grappled... I'm sorry? Hello? Could hear you now. All right. If two beings are grappled that are the same size, firing into that puts a disadvantage at your to hit. You cut out after grappled. All, all you need to know is if the two things that are grappling one another are the same size, then you have to then your range attacks have disadvantage by shooting into that grapple. Okay. But, I beca get it. but because Chesapeake is huge or large sized, that doesn't apply. Awesome. Cool. So I'm going to shoot an Eldritch Blast at Prince Felwyn then. Alright, roll to hit. With advantage. Uh, 19. That'll hit. Roll damage. Look at motherfucking Necro here. I'm not sure if that hit or not. It did. Awesome. Uh, did 10 damage. Nice. Max damage, right? Yep. Alright. Do you want to do anything else? Um. Uh, yeah, I'm going to send darkness at him, too, to, like, scratch out his eyes. Alright. <laughs> Roll to darkness. Darkness got a solid 7. That will miss. 
but you know, he is being harried by a bird in his face and also being squeezed to death by a giant crab. So, you know, having a bad time. <laughs> All right. Um, Bahokwi, you're up. So I got a question about this uh, javelin inside of me right now. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so hypothetically speaking, yes. say I pulled it out of me uh-huh. to use again. Right. Um, does that constitute like, oh, Pahokwi's about to take the six damage that was healed? No, no, no. no. You would take one damage. Uh, then I'm totally in like a dope display going to fucking pull that shit back out and ready it for another go. And I'm also going to take my shield out. Okay. So you take one damage for, you know, opening a wound. Doing that shit. You have a blood-soaked javelin in your hand and your shield. Um, And I'm going to move up 20 feet. Not the... Well, no, I'll move up 15 feet. Uh, not my full movement, and uh, throw the javelin at him again. Right. And this is with advantage again. Cool. And I'm um, still raging. Um, give me that roll. Uh, 14. Alright. Um, and that was with advantage? Huh? You're rolling this with advantage, right? Uh, yeah. Is that um, how much does extra does advantage give? You just roll the d20 again and take the higher oh. result. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's um what I said the first time. 14, 14 in total? Yeah. Yep. All right, that's the miss. Damn. Uh, then I'm going to take my next javelin out and just, like, have my shield at the ready. Okay. Uh, Vala, you're up. Okay, um, how far is, like, uh, what's the, what are the people, like, near me? I have, um, I'm thinking about using, uh, heroism, but it's a touch spell, and I need to touch somebody, so are people within range of me? If I, if I put my mind to the, the current battle setup, pretty much everybody, except- um, I didn't catch that. Pretty much everybody is in a clump near you, ex- okay. except for Nalos, who is in the melee already. Alright. I will um, cast Heroism on um, Bahokwi. And Did that... What? I said, did somebody say hero? So you are immune to um, being frightened. And you gain temporary hit points. You gain six temporary hit points at the start of every turn. And I think they stack. Uh, But I'm not sure. They do. Okay. Um, So will that... Does that take me above my max hit points? Uh, it can, yeah. It can, yeah. Okay. So, like, I, I'm at 31 right now because I've taken the one damage from pulling the Javi out. Yep. Um, so, would I. From that right now? Yeah. You, so, you just okay. think of it as like an overshield. 
All right, cool. That's what I was wondering. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Did you have anything else for your turn, Vala? Um, who goes next in the turn order? Uh, you're last, so the turn will reset to the Chet and Prince Felwind. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do Bardic Inspiration for Analos, I guess? Uh, I mean, if you want to put it on the next ally, it would be Kyrak is the first of your team up next. Sure. Kyrak. Cool. Bardic Inspiration, you get to add a d6 to a attacker skill roll that you make. Sweet. Cool. Alright, and then that is my turn. Alright, so initiative resets uh, to Prince Felwind and Chet. Um, Prince Felwind is going to try and break open from Chesapeake. He's going to fail that that check. And Man, this crab is pulling its weight. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Chesapeake is like the champion of the people. <laughs> and, uh, Chet is just going to hurl... Uh, Chet's going to actually wait his turn. But this is going to let Prince Felwind uh, cast a firebolt at Nalos. So, Nalos, you have an AC more than 15, right? Yes, my AC is 16. Yeah, he missed you. That was close. And fuck yeah, fucking Nalus and Chesapeake up there, right? Taking hits. <laughs> yeah. Not getting impaled on their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So it's it's your guys's initiative. Karak, you're up. Hmm. Karak, it's your initiative. Yeah. Yep. Uh. I'm going to run the remaining uh, 20 feet up to uh, where Nalos and the Prince are and draw my uh, Spirit Sword, I mean Flame Blade, uh, and, and make an attack. All right. Um, as you go to do that, uh, mm -hmm. you feel your spell be more powerful than it should be. Um, hmm. What is the... What what what's like the the increments of your of the the spell like being cast at higher levels? Uh, it increases by one d six for every two slots above second. Okay, so cast it at four levels higher than normal. At what? Four levels higher than normal. Okay. So you see, sort of, uh, Chet perform a gesture that emboldens your own magic. So you, you cast Flame Blade four levels higher than you normally do. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Let's uh, make an attack roll on, on the Prince here. Alright, go for it. Is... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that a... a uh, 20-something will hit. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I have a question. Um, for hit on my magic sword, what 
is it should I just go with the roll, or would it be like plus my spellcasting ability to hit, or because um, it doesn't specify on on the thing? So this is just flame blade the spell. Yeah. Like I'm making a melee attack, so with any normal melee weapon, I would use my strength or dexterity. But it's a spell, and my spellcasting ability is different. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I've always taken Flame Blade and spells similar to it mm. uh, as essentially like conjure weapon sort mm -hmm. of deal. But I'll check. Hold on. Let's see what the... No, it doesn't say that it, you add anything to it. It just on hit, yeah. it takes you know X amount of D six fire damage. Right. Yeah. All right. So no, he just takes five D six fire damage. Okay. So that's nice. Yeah. Seven. Fifteen. Okay, he takes fifteen fire damage. That's pretty damn good. Sweet. That's my turn. All right, Nara, it's your initiative. Uh, except you feel yourself grow one size category larger. Ooh. Okay, so. I already categorically count as a size large. Right, but um, that only matters for lifting and dragging things. Okay. So you're actually large now, and you count as huge for moving and dragging things. Which probably won't come into play, but like you could probably pick up Chesapeake. Okay, well... I want to stabity-stab. Yeah, okay, so... Um, Make sure so so your weapons and everything grew with you. So, oh man, I gotta check and see enlarged person real quick and tell you all the benefits that you just gained. Okay. All right, you have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Your weapons grow to match its size. While those weapons are enlarged, it the target's attacks, uh, you deal them with an extra 1d4 damage. So your dagger will do an extra d4. And that's it. Okay, and I was advantage against strength and what? Uh, strength checks and saving throws. Okay. Uh, well, I want to move, you know, however much distance is left between me and uh, Prince Felwind, and then stab and stab. Alright, give him the business, with advantage. Oh, good. I, that advantage was very helpful. 17. Alright, that'll hit. Yay, okay. Oh, and I just rolled max damage. 12 damage. Are you getting your sneak attack with that? No. Should uh, you? I don't think so. I don't think I'm sneak attacking. 
you, you rolled that attack with advantage, so yeah. Okay. Um, then I should All those D6s. Yeah, so 12, which is 15, 18 total. Okay. All right. And then, uh, is that your turn? Um, uh, 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 yeah. All right. Next up is Nalos. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stab at the prince with my trident. All right. Have advantage. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm also going to make this a unwavering mark. So he is now my mark, which will dispel Pokwee's, uh, uh ancestors. My ancestors! That is a 23 to hit. Uh, yeah. And... Fighter is gonna fight. Uh, that would be a... Oh, shit. What is... What is my bonus on that? Uh, that's eight damage. Okay. And uh, does Chesapeake have any like consistent damage the longer she holds something? Like, does she just do like bludgeoning damage if something stays in her claws? Uh, not as far as we have agreed to so far. Okay. Well then, well let's just keep it that way. Um. I will action surge and make another attack. Okay. Uh, that is a nat 20. All right. So what's your maximum possible damage? My maximum damage would be uh, 11. All right, good shit. And uh, that'll, that'll be the end of that. Okay, so next up is Necro. Necro. Okay. Uh, I'm just hit him with another Eldritch Blast. Okay, cast it as if it was four levels higher. Oh my god. <laughs> How does that work with a cantrip? Um... Basically, you shoot more beams. So I just want to say his response to that was fucking adorable. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So he just shoots two beams since it's fifth level or higher, right? Yep. Do I have to just do one roll, or do I have to do two, two for each? So beam? Um, take it as you're making two attacks. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, nice solid ass one right there. Well, it's a good thing Not it has advantage. One. Ooh, baby. Yeah, 19. Alright, so the, that's a hit, and then what about your second one? 12. Alright, well, a hit's a hit. You got it, one hit. Let's see. 8 damage. Alright.
Pahokwi. We're really giving fucking yeah. Prince Felwyn the business. Yeah. This is a lot of frustration <laughs> being let out with that cat. This stupid fucking cat. Um, Alright, well, uh, at this point, um, the shield and javelin are going away, and I'm getting my glaive back out. And uh, I'm going to move the rest of the way up to the melee combat um, within the like farthest reach of my glaive. Um, since it's a reach weapon. Um, and that's not my character sheet. I'm going to make an attack with my glaive. Okay. Uh, is it still advantage? Yep. All right. He is fucking helpless, kind of. <laughs> that's a 16. Uh, that's a... Uh, we're going to go with the um, fucking... Uh, what, is, what the fuck is this number? <laughs> okay, that's a 19. I have my weird Celtic knot dice, so like some of the numbers are fucky looking. <laughs> um, so that's 19... 21. Alright. Roll damage. Okay. And Vala, you're up. Okay. Um, so I think I think heroism is a concentration spell. Yes. Um but Oh, should I have gotten six more hit points? Yes. At the begin- okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I can't really do a whole lot else if I keep the concentration spell? Uh, you can cast other spells. You just can't cast another spell that has concentration in it. Oh, okay. I mean, you also have your... Um... Racial ability that gives everyone temporary hit points. Yeah. Um, but I'm going. I mean, buffing is cool, but also I want to get in on this like hate on the prince. Sure. And I'm gonna vicious mockery him. And just be like, you were a terrible cat. <laughs> oh, fuck a sick burn. Alright, what's it's a wisdom save or something for him? It's a wisdom saving throw. What's the DC? Uh, my spell save DC is 14. <laughs> he actually failed. I like to imagine all the casters in the back like, ooh! So what what happens for him failing the save? Um, He gets 1d4 um, damage and disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay, so go ahead and roll the damage. 
right. I can't find a d4. I have a huge pile of dice and all my d4 are gone. But they always are at the bottom of the bag. I got a three. That's perfect. That's actually going to just perfectly trigger phase two of the fight. Good job. So, with that, and going to the next initiative, you're going to see Chet... Uh, sorry, Chet is going to holler, Be careful! He's broken my spell! And with that, you can see the prince's lips sort of break the, you know, melded affliction that happened to him. And he's going to grin and go, Enough playing! Fall! And he is going to uh, cast a still spell, because he's still grappled. And he's going to cast two spells. One is flesh to stone. He is casting it on Chesapeake. <gasps> Chesapeake makes a constitution save. Does Chesapeake have flesh? I mean... Yes. Kind of, yeah. It's, it's chitin, but there is, like, it's... You would still say it's made out of flesh. Well, okay. I have to I have to find out what her constitution is. There it is. Alright. Uh eleven. Okay. Well, is that her con score or did you make a save? I made a save and just added her con bonus. Okay. So uh the claw that has trapped Prince Felwind is going to creep from him down towards her body, turn to stone. Uh, in a panic, Chet takes his reaction and cut and like sends a, a blade of energy and cuts Chesapeake's arm off, stopping yeah. the spell from killing her. So this like creeping petrification begins to get like down to her core or from her uh, from her arm, but the arm is severed, falls to the ground in a pile of rubble. Um, to the prince then stands up out of, dusts himself off, and then casts Fireball centered on himself. Everyone make a deck save. Okay. Well, this, is, this is about to be real bad for me. Um... Uh... So I got a 10, uh, so I'm assuming this is about to be pretty terrible for me. Chesapeake got... She she has evasion, right? Uh, yeah, she gets something similar to how evasion works with um, my mounted combatant thing. Okay, so she takes reduced damage or whatever. I think... Let me double, let me double check how that's worded. Please do, because everyone's going to get some hurts. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to get so many hurts. <laughs> well, I suppose he would have centered it in the way to hit everybody cuz some of you guys are further away, but Yeah. Basically, he's um, filling the room with fucking oh. fireball. Oh, um is this an effect like is this considered an effect that I can see right now? Um cuz yeah. I have danger sense and I get advantage on deck saving throws against effects I can see. That is correct, but this is not so that does not protect against spells like this. okay that that's um it protects okay. against a lot of things but mm-hmm. not against spells 
Because you, right. so like, it, oh, I guess I should say, if he shot like a beam at you, mm-hmm. then you can use your danger sense to get advantage on that. But right. you can't dodge an explosion. I mean, okay. <laughs> I uh, I checked my things. Uh-huh. Um, she does have the the same kind of effect as evasion, so she will. So she I'm takes... assuming she also failed her her deck save, but uh, she would take half damage from it anyway. Okay, and if she passes, she takes zero. Yes. Well, okay. So what was ever? Uh, let me just say, the DC is 18. Did anyone get a deck save higher than 18? I sure did. Nope. All right. No. Everyone that nope. failed it, except for Chesapeake, takes 24 damage. <laughs> so she takes 12. So she takes 12. <laughs> Uh, did, hold on, what damage did she take from having her claw cut off? None. Okay. Why, is she, like, really close? I mean, she's at 8 right now. Okay. Uh, okay, so if you pass, you take 12. Oh, okay. Uh, how much of the party just fell down? Uh, uh yeah, I'm zero hit points. Straight red. Oh. I'm at 12. I'm doing okay. I'm at 19. I'm at 11. Nautilus's singed fin is smoking and please let Karak be alive. Chainmail's kind of kind of charred. Uh, Karak, are you up still? I wonder if Roderick forgot that he's muted. I'm I'm down. Okay. All right. So Karak, it's your initiative. Death save. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the death save again? You roll a d20, and if you get an 11 or higher, you get a success. If you get a 10 or lower, you get a fail. <laughs> if you get a one, you get two failures. If you get a 20, you get two successes. Cool. I got one failure. Okay. Oh no. Actually, I lied. I'm still, uh, I'm still up. Oh, really? Nice. Uh, I forgot to add my. Since we leveled up, I forgot to add another D8 to my life. Oh man, <laughs> what, what a time! <laughs> so to remember at, that. Yeah, right. Did we up before today? No, he forgot oh. from a while back. Okay. Yeah. But it really didn't matter since we haven't really fought in a while. Yeah. I right. still, I still have eight, eight hit points. Okay. Uh, Nara, are you up or are you down? Uh, I'm up. I'm at 12 hit points. Okay, well, it's your initiative. Well, it's your initiative. Stabity, stabity, stab, stab. Well, be about it. Oh, 20. Okay. Was that a critical or? No, no. Right. Um, am I still sneaking? Uh, no, because he is not. You don't have it. You didn't have advantage on that hit. Okay. All right. It's just my normal D four. Don't you? Well, two D fours. Points of damage. What was that? Nine. Okay. Is that all you want to do with your turn? Um, 
Yeah. All right, Nalos, you're up. All right. Um. Well, I'm gonna start with a bonus action, second wind. Uh huh. Uh. Take a little sip from uh from the wind. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna heal for eight points. Okay. I'm not nearly as in danger now. Um, and then I will go ahead and have Chesapeake try and make a grab with her other claw. Okay. So attack with one claw. That is a 16 to hit. That actually hits. Oh, thank God. Yay. Who's a good girl? Um, and, do you get damage on that, yeah? Yes, uh, that is nine damage. Okay. That's... Max damage for the good girl. <laughs> the, the singed... Correction, goodest girl. <laughs> um, can we get, like, a calendar for the campaigns, and it's just, like, May or June is just Chesapeake. It's, like, the waifus of the campaigns and it's just like she has like a big crab shirt that just says best girl please can she get a dope ass mechanical claw uh, I don't know talk to boomer uh, necro okay necro roll a d20 and don't do anything with the number okay just tell me what you get So just continue? Yeah, no, sorry. Roll it. What did you get? I got a 12. Okay, go ahead. Um, So I'm going to start with a bonus action and cast Hex on Prince Felwyn. All right. Uh, and that places a curse on the creature. Until the spell ends, I deal extra 1d6 necrotic damage. Every time you hit him, yep. Nice. And then you also pick a score of his that he takes disadvantage on all saves for. Right. So which attribute do you want to afflict? Do, does it automatically hit him, or do I have to roll for it? You know, I like Hex a lot, um, but it is bullshit, because there's no such thing as saves. You don't get a save against Hex. So, no, you just go, Hex, and he's Hexed. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I'm looking at him, I just, like, hiss like a cat. Uh, so I want to choose... Um... Shit. Is it, hold on, is it abilities or saves that he gets the disadvantage on? Saves. So he picks one of your character's attributes, and that he just has disadvantage on that attribute saves. Okay. So you could be like, you could pick his charisma or his wisdom to make him more vulnerable to, you know, spells of that, of, of that, of that you know, uh, persuasion, or his strength to make it harder for him to break Chesapeake's grasp or something. Actually, yeah, I'm going to cast it on the strength ability because she's being such a good as girl. (laughs) All right, so yeah, he has disadvantage on all strength saves. And then I'm going to cast uh, another Eldritch Blast. All right, you get two beams again. You're getting that sweet Chet boost. Yep, first one is 16. Yeah, that hits. 
And remember, these have uh, advantage still. Yep, and then the first attack hits him for 10. All right, and then the second hit? Uh, rolled a 10. Oh, okay. Well, what's that in total, though? Oh, oh, shit. Oh, I meant... Uh, one second. Uh, I guess that would be 20. Oh, okay, so it's 20 and 16? Oh, no, sorry. First one's, the first one's 16, and the second roll was a 6 for uh, to make sure the spells hit. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I guess only one beam hits? Yeah, so you rolled four d20s, right? Yes. Okay, and out of your first hit pair, you got a total of 16, and then the second one was a total of 10. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, only one hit, but you got max damage of 10, so he's going to take 10 damage. Then I'll end my. Oh, then I guess since I did hit him, he takes one d6 of necrotic damage. Yep. So roll that. And that's going to be a solid six there. Boys, boys, boys. Boys. So much rage. And then I'll end my turn. Okay. Um, Pahokwi, you're up. Um. How close to Karak am I? Uh, you guys were all in the melee at this point, so he's at worst okay. just on the other side of the prince from you. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, I have a healing kit, so could I go over, use that, and get him stabilized? Yes. Yes. I'm going to do that. Right. So <laughs> you, you use a charge of your healer's kit, so you have nine left or one less. Yeah. Um, and Karak is stabilized and at one hit point. But cool. still unconscious. Um, and do I have any more actions left for that? Well, you moved, but you probably didn't use all of your movement. But that you yeah. you have a bonus left because using the healer's kit is an action. Okay. Um, then I'm going to give Karak a drink of my only healing potion. <laughs> okay. Shove it in my beak. I'm just. I'll, I'll give you a little rub on the neck. Get you um, swallow it. Ad- administering a healing potion like that is an, a standard action that you don't have. Ah, uh, damn. Um, then I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll do it on my turn. Also, I'll, I'll, I'll give uh, Prince Fowen a smackaroo. All right. With the, the glaveroo. <clears throat> so, is Karak the only person that got down from the fireball? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. Good to know. Wow. Uh, uh, sixteen for hit. All right, that'll hit. Roll damage. Cool. 11. All right. Okay. Um, Oh, um, is uh, Vala still... Are you still casting your heroism? Yeah, so you get another six. Okay. All right, Vala, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going to keep going with the heroism, and I'm going to cast Mantle of Inspiration, uh, which is like an expanded uh, Bardic Inspiration. So um, four 
of my allies who are within sight of me gain 2d6 temporary hit points. Okay. So who, um, who are they and how much are they getting? I think they roll it themselves. I don't know if I roll it. Um, this is from your bard stuff, right? Um, it's from the College of Glamour. Right. Let me check. Yeah. I've got College of Glamour right here. The night that we check all the spell rules. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, it's just a... Uh, it's... In the book, it's just a flat amount. It's not rolled. Um, so yeah, a number of people equal to your charisma modifier. Which is four. So just pick four people, they get five temporary hit points. Oh, okay, I must be using an outdated PDF, because mine says 2d6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's five? It's just flat up five hit points, and they can immediately use their reaction to move its speed without pro provoking attack op uh, opportunity attacks. Nice. Okay. Um, so... Uh... Does anybody particularly need them? I guess I wouldn't know that. Yeah, um, I mean, other than you know Karak is down, everyone else is probably just in various states of hurt. But can Karak use temporary hit points? Is yeah. that going to be useful? Yeah, okay. So He's at one hit point right now, so if he took, yeah. takes any damage, he would immediately go back into taking death saves. So Karak for sure. Um, okay. And then I guess people who are... Uh, up close and personal and likely to get hit. So we have Nalos. Um, and you can technically even hit Chesapeake with, with this. Yeah, so the people up close are me, uh, Nalos, Crack, and uh, Chesapeake, and uh, Echo, you're up there now, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, Pahokwi, Karak, uh Nalos and um, Nara, I guess. Okay. So and all, so all of them get five hit temporary hit points, and mm -hmm. each of them may use their reaction right now. Do any of you want to use your reaction to take this special reaction of moving up to your full movement speed? Um. Yeah, I do. Okay. Where do you want to move? Oh, no, good, and I can't do anything. Uh, nope, nope. Sorry, I'll just I'll stay here. Okay. I I believe I'm unconscious. Yeah, yeah. You you can't you can't. Sorry, bud. I I can't stand yeah. up because I'm unconscious. But you do have you know six hit points instead of which is yeah. a lot better than one. Yeah. All right. I have a um, question. Yep. Oh wait. Nope. Never mind. Okay. Chesapeake wasn't the one hit. I yep. was. Yep. Uh, the only movement I want to make is I want to stand between the prince and Karak. Okay. Yeah, yeah you can do that. All right. Then go back. Going back to uh, Vala. What's the rest of your? So that was my bonus action. Um. So my regular action, I think, will just be vicious mockery. Okay. Let her rip. Uh, so that's a DC on him, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta beat 14. I fucking failed it again. Go ahead. What? Okay. The prince's weakness insults. 
personal oh, ones. Yell memes at him. How much damage is he taking? Three. And he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Nice. Which is like the real, like that's pretty handy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. If he hasn't spent this entire fight, you know, grappled by a giant crab. But All you right. Know. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. The initiative resets. Um, Prince Felwind begins to try and cast another spell, but you see it is is again counterspelled by Chet, who seems to be really struggling to contain the prince at this point. Um, and you can hear... Is that Chespika his... struggling to contain him, or was Chet struggling? Chet. Okay. Uh, so he... So Chet, like, stands up, takes a few steps from his throne, and performs a great gesture with his hands and utters an incantation. This culminates into three rings of light bind Felwind. Uh... And he three, rings of light do it. three rings of light bind Prince Felwind. And oh, the, originating from where? Uh, uh, they just appeared. Chet, Chet casted that spell. Oh, yeah, sorry. Answers the question you had. Yeah, one band covers, like, it's, it's imagine it like three collars and one around his mouth, one around his ankles, and one around his uh, ribs. On top of Chesapeake holding him? Yep. Sweet. So he can't speak, can't move his legs. And uh, you hear Chet say, I can only keep him like this for a short time. Finish the job, damn it. And with that, we're going to go back to Karak. He's unconscious. Correct. (laughs) Uh, Would you like to make a constitution save to wake yourself? Yeah. Okay, go for it. 16. You wake up. Hey! That is your standard action, but you can take a bonus and a move. Uh, well, I'll use my movement to stand up. Yep, that's half of your movement. Yep. Uh, and if I get a bonus action, then I'm going to be healing myself. Okay, you heal word yourself. Yeah, uh, like, I, let's, let's, let's not have that happen again. Okay. <laughs> Healing word. Okay. <laughs> uh, three, both threes, what's my, yeah, four, seven, 14 hit points. All right. And is that your whole turn? Yep. All right, Nara, go for it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Stabity, stabity, stab, stab. All right. You feel yourself shrink, by the way. Hmm. Okay. Going back to 1d4. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that was a 21 to hit. Well, again, you're also making this with advantage again, because he's rebound. Okay. I mean, that's still a 21 to hit. Okay, well... Roll sneak attack plus dagger damage. Twenty points of damage. 
That kills the prince. <laughs> Damn. Good. So your your stab finds its mark deeper than normal, and with that you can hear his last gasp. So it's over. The prince lies dead on the ground. I uh I look we up to, it. to see what he's gonna do. Chet walks. I turned... Go ahead. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I turn to Chet and and do I still have my contract that, that cursed me? Yes. Okay, I pull it out and say to him, um, I did what you asked. Can you please remove whatever is afflicting me? He nods and like makes a little gesture with his hands like he's breaking something, even though there's nothing in his hands. And nothing changes, but you can assume that he did it. Yay. Uh, so Chet kneels down and draws a obsidian, like black, uh, bladed dagger, and draws an obsidian dagger. Dagger, okay. And cuts and and severs the prince's head from his shoulders. Cuts what? His head from his shoulders. The prince's. Ooh. Yes. No, his own. <laughs> Hey, look, all right, this man's weird. I don't know what he's doing. And, and with the the prince's head in his hand by holding his hair, he, without a word, walks past a lot of you uh, and stands at the blasted open front doors of the keep and then yells loudly, holding the severed head up high. And with that, you can see, like, the the hundred-plus people fighting to the death stop. And one side just drops their weaponry and fall to their knees. The fight's over. You have won. Fuck. Yeah. And none of us died. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we came close. Well, so <clears throat> after a brief moment, of pause, Chet smashes the prince's head on the steps that lead up to the keep. Uh, his head explodes like a fucking water balloon. Damn! And Chet turns his back to the what was normally a melee outside. You can see that that's kind of been resolved. The the decide that we're loyal to Chet, walk over and start, like, apprehending those who were fighting for the prince, who have given up all hope with the prince's um, death. You were kind of really Chet bad. And Chet just sort of walks past you all and takes his seat back on his throne, looking exhausted over the whole matter. And just without a word, just sort of, like, beckons you to, to step forward uh, as a sort of line of chairs sort of, like, appear for you all to sit in. So a line of chairs appeared in front of him? Yeah, for you all to sit in. It's just like when we first met, guys. <laughs> Too real. Yeah, it's making me feel a little nostalgic for that fight against that dragon. <laughs> um, I'm not going to sit in a chair. I'm just going to 
ride Chesapeake over next to where the chairs are. Okay. Um, the four tieflings sort of appear out of the shadows of the throne and step forward. Uh, sort of tieflings what? No, lost everything after tieflings. The four tieflings step out from behind the throne and sort of walk towards the party. Mm-hmm. And uh, perform minor healing on each of you. So you guys are like, let's just go ahead and say everyone's back to like 50% hit points. Um, if I was only two away from my max hit points, do I just go back to full? No, because over half of the hit points you had were temporary. Right? Over half of the hit points what? Were temporary hit points? Yeah. Well, like after the fight, those go away. Okay, so I would just be at half my normal hit points? Yeah. Okay. Um... And so the, the tieflings, you know, see to the, your wounds directly and kind of don't know what to do about Chesapeake's missing limb. So they just kind of like walk away <laughs> from that. I mean, they, they regrow eventually. It, it takes a while. Oh, my God. Is she going to have a tiny little claw for a while? <laughs> oh, so I mean, if she's like a real crab, then then, yeah, she's going to have terrible. like a for like three years. Oh no! Um, I'll walk over to one of the chairs after I get my healing and uh, give my tummy a little pack because it feels a lot better now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll go over to one of the chairs and sit down. I, I mean, yeah, I fell asleep. I'm gonna go walk over and take a seat. Okay. Um, one of the tieflings sort of walks over and hands each of you a rolled up parchment. Oh god! Oh god damn! <laughs> now I really am getting flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so after you all receive one of these parchments, um, Chet says you can open them. They're maps of the of the kingdom of Felwind. Chet says what? They're maps to the kingdom of Felwind. Okay. Oh. So you guys now have the map that. Was le- was put on the uh, Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that it was leaked. Yeah, but... I did almost say that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he sort of you can see that he's clearly exhausted and it doesn't have his sort of normal uh, savoir faire with you all, and like is leaning into one hand, like seeming to like stem a headache that probably doesn't happen because he's a skeleton. Uh, he goes, okay, so some things to unpack. What the prince said is true. If you haven't figured it out by now, I am a lich. Things to unpack? We lost all of you there, babe. Huh. That's spooky. And he goes, so don't let that carry your mind to what you think I am a lich, I was a great wizard, and I exchanged my meager flesh body for greater power and somewhat immortality. (laughs) I hope none of you are particularly close to the gods, because they look unfavorably on people like me, but I assure you, I am no petty necromancer that looks to 
cull the world of all humanity. I aim to take this kingdom, and you all will be my direct aid in this. I will make the kingdom of Felwind a true paradise. And with that, we're going to end tonight's session. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Oh, now our title makes sense. <laughs> now we're going to roll the opening credits of the movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> Mind blown. Yep. Roll credits. Uh, so. So do you think we just finished, like, do we just finish Act 1? Yep. We finished the prologue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so obviously uh, you guys level up. Yeah. Boy! Level five. Yeah. Two attacks. Yep. Level five is a big one for most of you, so there's a lot to to cat to, to bring in. I got six new spells right off the bat. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Got knocked out and learned some shit. Yeah. <laughs> got knocked out, saw God. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I get an extra attack. Yep. Okay, so uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed session. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. We will get to the bottom of this somehow. Um, I have been, as always, your Dungeon Master Kenny. We have our... uh, I get knocked down, but I get up again. You can never keep me down. Druid. (laughs) I'm Clay playing Karak. See you next time. <laughs> the bard who just used Mantle of Inspiration for the first time this campaign, and I've been so excited. I think that ability is wicked strong. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, this is Lauren uh, playing uh, Vala. Uh, see you next time. The glory seeker, the man killer. It's your boy, the rogue. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Elise. See you next week. Bye. When regicide is not enough, but raging all fight and smacking a dude with your stick, but taking enough time to heal your bird friend, it's our barbarian. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Pahokwe. See you next time for Act 2. It's not one bird, it's not two birds, it's three birds, with Eldritch Blast on the side order, it's our warlock. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Cody, it's your boy, have a good night. And... Now down one third of his crab, but ever vigilant. It's our fighter. Hey guys, this is Nick playing Nalos. Uh, hope you listen next time. See y'all next week. Good night. Night.